don't have to go another day like this. You can make your dreams bigger than your memory starting now. And I'm gonna show you how. In fact, I heard someone say, letting go of a little of your past will give you a little peace, but letting go of a lot will give you a lot of peace. Well, I wanna show you three ways to erase your bad memories. Are you ready? Isabel Foy, your cheerleader of dreams. Thanks for joining me. I wanted to ask you if you saw the survey I posted recently on Instagram. I was just curious to see if I was the only person who went through these things or if others have felt the same way too. So here are some of the questions I asked if you didn't see it. I was asking, do you wish that your bad memories would just go away? 86% said yes. Then I asked, are you ready to finally get over your past mistakes and start moving towards your dreams? 97% said yes. I was shocked. Then I asked, are you frustrated with how your life is going because you're stuck in the past? 67% said yes. One last question. I said, are you tired of waking up every morning wishing you could change something that's happened to you? 80% said yes. Now, I'm sharing these results to let you know that you are not the only one dealing with this. Do you know for over a decade, I was completely trapped in past mistakes and it stunted my growth and it hindered me from pursuing God's calling for my life. So if you answered yes to any of these questions, you don't have to go another day like this. You can make your dreams bigger than your memory starting now. And I'm gonna show you how. In fact, I heard someone say, letting go of a little of your past will give you a little peace, but letting go of a lot will give you a lot of peace. Well, I wanna show you three ways to erase your bad memories. Are you ready? Okay, number one is simply make the decision to let it go. Here's the thing, it truly is a decision and it's one that you get to make. See, the only way you keep things alive is by feeding them. Whatever you feed stays alive. Whatever you starve eventually dies. And you know, we see that with our pets. Here I have some dog food. Got it straight out of the pantry this morning. If I didn't put this food out every morning for my little Pomeranian, Pepe La Joie, <laughs> he would starve. But I keep him alive by providing food, right? Well, see, it's the same with memories. If you want the memories to go away, you have to stop feeding them. And the way you feed them is by dwelling on them. You know, just that word dwell, it means to live in or to live at a specified place. Well, when you dwell in the past, you remain in the past. You live there. And that leaves no room for God to do anything in your future. So you feed those memories or dwell on them by talking about them, rehearsing them, reliving them every time you're with your friends. That's what keeps them alive. So you have to make a conscious choice, a decision to stop dwelling in the past. Stop talking about the memories. Stop bringing the past into the present and destroying your future. Now I want to recommend having a defining moment. Whatever today's date is, that's where you say, as of today, and you say the date, I am giving my past a burial. And the next time someone brings it up, you say, it's dead. I'm not who I used to be. So you and only you have to make the commitment to let it go. It's your choice today. So stop going over the scene in your mind. Stop remembering the details of the story in your head. Stop today. Number two, sincerely forgive. Now I'm talking about forgiving them and forgiving yourself. 
So unforgiveness, it's like a weight that will hold you back. In fact, just to illustrate this, I heard this story about this little girl in school who said that her teacher had every one of the students bring a clear plastic bag and a sack of potatoes. And she said, for every person that we would refuse to forgive in our lives, we were told to choose a potato, write their name on it and the date, and put it in the plastic bag. And she said some of the bags were getting so heavy because they're filled with potatoes for all these hurts. She said we were then told to carry the bag around with us for one week everywhere we went. When we went to bed at night, we had to have the bag next to us, in the car seat next to us, beside it at our desk, you know, at work or at school. She said in the locker where we went to gym class, everywhere, the bag had to go everywhere for one solid week. Well, the hassle of lugging this thing around everywhere they went, she said it made it clear what a weight we are carrying around spiritually and having to pay attention to it all the time, never leaving it, not forgetting it, leaving it in embarrassing places. Well, she went on to explain how the condition of the potatoes rotted, you know, because they're being transported all over the place. They turned to this nasty slime and deteriorated, not to mention, she said, it stunk. (laughs) Well, she said this was such a great metaphor for the price we pay when we keep our pain and our heaviness in our hearts. Too often, we think forgiveness is a gift to the other person, but clearly it's for you. So the next time you decide you can't forgive someone, ask yourself, isn't my bag heavy enough? Isn't it time to just drop it and let it go? You know, in fact, I read where the definition of the word forgive actually means drop it. So remember this, forgiveness, it doesn't make them right, it makes you free. So the only, I think it was Robert Kriegel, yeah. He said the only way to move into the future is to let go of the past. So number three is change your perspective about what happened. Now this is a game changer. Your greatest life lessons don't come from the good times, the successes, the easy going life. Do you know they always come from the hell we've been through? That's where we grow, we stretch, we hurt, we struggle, but that's what prepares us for the victory. In fact, I heard an illustration about eagles, which I just happen to have. How, you know, when baby eagles are born, they're they're in that little shell, that egg, and they have this little tooth at the end of their beak, and they peck at this shell over and over and over, and it's a struggle, and it's hard, and it's painful. And from what the researchers say, the mama eagle wants to help them. They could just pop it open, but they said they can't help them because the baby eagle has to struggle because the struggle is what prepares them to live the eagle life. Isn't that amazing? So what I'm saying is everything you've been through has prepared you for today. Now here's a phrase I want you to remember and it can drastically change your entire outlook and your outcome in life. Are you ready? Things didn't happen to you, they happened for you. Now, I don't want to offend you with that statement. I want to help shift your entire outlook from victim of your circumstances to victory over them. Now, this is the mindset of the world's highest achievers. They realize that what they've been through, it actually ends up benefiting them rather than belittling them. But it depends on your perspective. See, what you've been through, abuse, abandonment, adultery, betrayal, rejection, whatever it is, 
all of those things, they weren't sent by God. Satan is the one we know who comes to kill, steal, and destroy our lives. But God has a way of taking all those bad things and turning them around for your good. In fact, Romans 8, 28 says, God works all things together for our good. Joyce Meyer even said, she used to say she wished she hadn't gone through all that sexual abuse from her father. She wishes she'd had a normal childhood. But she said, I've stopped saying that because I know that what I went through as a child, it prepared me for who I am today and who I'm reaching. So you can see, change your perspective by just saying, this didn't happen to me, it happened for me. I'm gonna use it and I'm gonna give God the glory and get glory out of it because other people are going to be set free because of your experience. Remember this phrase, the broken become masters at mending. So whatever the past means to you, God wants to use it. He wants to use it to set others free, use it to help others break addictions, get out of wrong relationships, say no to temptation when it comes, forgive those who've hurt you. So let me close out with Reminding you, three ways to erase your bad memories. Number one, make a decision to let it go. Stop talking about how bad your past was. Each time you do, you're keeping it alive. Number two, sincerely forgive others and yourself. In other words, drop it and let it go. And number three, change your perspective from it happened to me to it happened for me. Use what you went through for your benefit. Are you wiser, stronger, sharper? What good came out of what you went through? Did you gain more compassion for others going through the same thing? Did you become more self-aware of your own weaknesses, temptations, and pitfalls? Did you become more conscious of people hurting and hiding their pain, and now you know how to minister to them? Then use it to your advantage. So I believe the memories will go from bad memories to beneficial memories. And I want to help you turn all your pain into power and start going after your dreams. In fact, this week, I am giving you a chapter from my book, Make Your Dreams Bigger Than Your Memories, absolutely free. Now, this chapter is all based around when I let go of my past and realized my calling is calling. That's what I want you to do. You're going to learn how you can go from being insecure, ashamed, stuck in your past to living your dreams. So go to terry.com slash chapter. And thank you for watching me today. And remember, I'm cheering you on to live your dreams.